It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Good morning to you. Uh, it's Thursday. I am by myself. Coming to you live from Los California, where uh, Rachel is now flying. She is in the air. She is not available for a live uh, moment on the Start Today Morning Extravaganza. So uh, you got me. How do you do? It's nice to see you. It's uh, 7 a.m. here on the Old West Coast. I'm uh, in town kicking off the book tour pre-promotion, the book launch pre-promotion. It is crazy for my brain to process this, but the book is coming out in less than two weeks, and it is now time for me to talk about it with every single human being in the history of the universe. So I am here for it. I did uh, the unbelievable impact theory yesterday with my friend Tom Bilyeu. I am doing School of Greatness with Lewis today. I am here for it. I am ready to go. It is going to be a good day. Uh, it is, it is in fact, Rise Run Thursday though. Dang it. I am excited about that. Uh, running has been such an incredible part of my life. Running has been, been such an incredible part of Rachel's life that uh, to be able to put an event on that I am with 100% certainty, I know at that finish line, people are going to lose their minds with pride for having pushed themselves into doing something that is unbelievably bigger than they thought they could do previously. I am here for it. I cannot wait to see y'all in San Marcos, Texas is just uh, just south of where we live in Austin. It's going to be amazing. Uh, someone said, who is terrified that the half marathon will sell out? I'm going to tell you right now, the half marathon is going to sell out. It, don't be terrified by it. Uh, if the tickets go on sale at noon today, we have uh, about 7,500 tickets, 7,000 tickets, and uh, they'll probably sell out. I don't know that they're going to sell out today, though. But if you're really like on the fence, don't know, want to make sure you get a ticket, grab a ticket today. It is going to be the funny thing or the, it's the beautiful thing because the beautiful thing to me is I see people in real time talking about doing this thing with this like, oh, what did I do? And I've been like, oh, I've had that kind of feeling where I'm like, oh, did I just bite off more than I can chew? And Biting off more than you can chew is exactly what you should be doing here because uh, when you do it, you'll realize that you could have 100%, of course, done this thing. So I am, uh, I'm excited for you. I, I was thinking about something this morning that uh, is in real time. It's an, interesting, it's an interesting thing. I put up a post this morning uh, that choosing a life of impact Choosing a life of impact means taking a journey of criticism, right? Choosing a life of impact means choosing, uh, means, you know, taking a life, a, a journey of, of criticism. The idea that um, if you're going to do something that actually matters, if you're going to do something that 
you hope to leave a legacy for, if you're gonna do something that um, is gonna mean something to you when you are falling asleep at night, uh, then you absolutely 100% are going to find people who do not understand what you're up to. And uh, the, this, like, the, it kind of falls into, in some respects, this run, right? Like there are people in your circle who, if you have this thing like, oh my goodness, I would love to complete a run. Wouldn't it be crazy for me to push myself into a run that will speak their fear into your dream and you will have to decide if you wanna have the impact or if you're comfortable um, like giving up on your dream for keeping them comfortable because you can't have the impact without having some people critical of your decision to actually go and pursue the thing. So I, I wanna encourage you, even if there are voices in your head, in your community, in um, the people who, like I, for me, I'll tell you this, I was not a runner for almost my entire life. 36 years of my life, was not a runner. Wasn't a runner because I'd been told over and over and over again that tall people couldn't run. And so as I started to run, I was constantly getting um, these voices of people who were legitimately worried about me speaking through the lens of their fear about my dream. And so I had to decide, Am I gonna to continue to pursue my dream even if it means that I will be critical, it'd be criticized by these people um, who are representing sometimes their love. But um, we, will I tell you where to get tickets? Oh, for the run, you go to thehollisco.com. They go on sale uh, at noon today on the Hollisco, so you can check, you can check that out. Uh, how many tickets were sold? There were about 1,000 tickets, 10,000 tickets sold um, so far from the pre uh, the, the early, the early order window. So we've got 9,000, there's 9,000 tickets left. There's a lot of tickets left. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, but I want to encourage you, no matter what you're doing, if you start to make some traction and get discouraged or distracted by someone else having a different kind of thought about the impact of what you're doing, you are gonna to have to decide to push that aside. And, and, and the thing that I always try and stay connected to for myself is I think often we as human beings, we could have massive life-changing impact on 10 people, but if there, were, if there was one person of that 10 who was critical of what we were doing, we'd stop having an impact on the 10 so that we could keep the one person happy. Right, like don't, please, don't let the one person out of 10 who's gonna be critical of your impact keep you from impacting the other nine. Gosh, it's, it's too important. Someone said, what are my running shoes? Look, I'm sitting next to my suitcase, hold on. I'm gonna show you. Uh, these are my running shoes. I run with something called Nike Zoom. Uh, I got these new ones just before heading to my marathon, and then Rachel said, if you put on new shoes before you run a marathon, you will get blisters, and so I was not, uh, I listened, I haven't run, but I'm getting ready, uh, I'm going on a run in 12 minutes, I'm going on a run at 7.30, I'm gonna go get myself, or 15, uh, 17 minutes, I'm gonna go on a run. Uh, how is Rachel feeling? Rachel is feeling better, but she's still in a bit of pain. You all, as a community, have been so unbelievably kind to this woman, my best friend, 
she, if you're not familiar, she got this cold sore, dang it, a cold sore. And uh, because of having had, she's had Bell's palsy three times. Every time she gets something that's happening here, it ends up getting into her nerves. So she's had some neuralgia and it just creates a lot of pain. And so she is better, but still in a little bit of pain. And as much as, uh, you know, like, man, get some rest. She needs some rest. Uh, I've talked to her quite a bit. She's like, look, when I have sat and rested and not done much, the only thing that I focus on is the fact that I am in pain. So if I can keep myself moving, if I can keep myself like preoccupied, the pain doesn't actually sit as a thing that's right in the front of my consciousness. And so um, anyway, she's uh, on an airplane in real time. She's coming here. We've got uh, some meetings and dinners tonight, and then we take off tomorrow. Tomorrow's Noah's birthday. We take off tomorrow morning first thing so we can get back home and see that baby. I've got a human who is going to be three years old tomorrow. Uh, okay, so I was thinking about this thing as well. When I was meeting with Tom yesterday, uh, I was talking to him about the uh, interesting thing, the crazy thing that is this season of life that I'm getting ready to walk into that I actually think has a little bit of application potentially for anyone who transitions into uh, a season that is a disruption from their regularly scheduled programming. I am uh, heading into, yep, Rises next week, and then the week after the book comes out and the book tour begins, and I had to have a hard and different conversation with my team about what it will mean for me to be present and engaged and involved in leading them over the course of the next two months worth of time. And I have for like most of my life just believed that I can do all things and I can do them all well. And that no matter how like stretched thin I am, that it doesn't create liability for our business if I am traveling and still leading this team. And what I had to come to grips with and have a hard conversation, like seriously, like processing in real time, but a, a good conversation was this idea that I am stepping away from being involved in managing people on the team for two months while I go and do this tour. Because I need to be one, super focused on making sure that the book launches as well as it can, but two, there is something in being halfway in when you are embodying an identity, but you're only halfway in, only halfway there, that actually can act as a disservice to the people that you're trying to serve, right? Like I had to really become comfortable understanding what the implication of me not being as available to the team would mean for them, not for me, right? Like I was trying to hold on as a leader of the organization to managing my direct reports and staying involved in the day-to-day -day because of ego being drive, you know, a little bit more of a driving force than the practical implication or the practical needs of the team. And when I really got into it, I, I had to ask myself, like, do they need someone who can every day be inside of a conversation with them about what they need to do to get their jobs done? Or do they need to be waiting on me to every couple of days resurface from something I've been doing in speaking or standing on a stage and maybe have wasted time, lost time, not had direction, have it derail something in the business? And so I had to choose, am I going to be halfway in or am I going to step out? 
And so I want to encourage you, if you find yourself trying to justify spreading yourself across the whole slew of things that as much as there may be a part of you that, ooh, feels like you can do it or, ooh, feels like you may let someone down if you don't keep yourself engaged in all the things, I want to challenge you just to think about what the alternative might mean if you were to be very clear about what you need to do during this season, if it's a week, a month, two months, so that you manage expectations in the right kind of way, so that you set people up for the right kind of success. It's not something that I'd ever really given thought to, but man, we have a strong team, and I now, in having thought of it through the lens of a different perspective, just think totally differently about how I can service their needs by actually removing myself from some of the day to day. So um, anyway, think about that. What is happening with this? The Instagram is, it's pausing because of a, a bad connection. What? Why would it do that? I don't know what happened. I'm sitting in a hotel room. I'm using the Wi-Fi. It felt like everything was fine. Now it says it's frozen. I don't know. Uh, all right. So are there any questions? Let's, let's, let's have a, a handful of questions today. I've got some fun that's happening with a few. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's still frozen. Oh, man. Poor Instagram. I don't understand why. Oh, it's working now. Okay, good. Uh, I've got three interviews that I'm doing today before we have a dinner. Rachel Hollis will be here shortly. She and I will be together here tomorrow morning. I'm excited about that. Oh, we have a very important question. What engine is in my Bronco? I got a Mustang engine. It's like a 302, uh, not a 1969 uh, Bronco engine, but a like pretty new Coyote engine. It is fantastic. It, uh, it's, it's great. Uh, don't shake hands at meetings. We don't want to get sick. I agree with that. I'll do, I'll do fist bumps only, and then I'll wash the outsides of my knuckles. Uh, what app would we recommend for training the Rise Run? We're going to um, be sending a whole bunch of training information as time goes by so that you understand from our perspective some of the best ways to prepare yourself for the race. Uh, I mean, we truly try to get to a place uh, where we're running for real about 16 weeks out, so we definitely have some time. Uh, but when we get closer, we'll start sending them around. The app that I use for training, not that there's anything special about it necessarily, is called Runtastic by Adidas. It just helps track how far uh, we're running. So. Um, Michelle asks, how do you shake off negative criticism? I stay very connected, Michelle, to the positive feedback. So if somebody has come at me and they're like, oh, you are so whatever it might mean, I will go find a comment, a DM, a, you know, someone who has said something inside of our customer service community, and I will read it and stay connected to the story of someone having been affected. I just put in my stories today a teacher, this unbelievably awesome video of a teacher sharing a tea time with Noah video to her third grade class. And it was the one where Noah's drumming to the beat of her own, marching to the beat of her own drum. And they are all just drumming, just drum, drum, drumming. And I thought, you know what? No matter what anyone says to me about me that's critical of me for whatever length of time, the next like five months, I will stay connected to a video of third graders drumming in their class because the, the impact of that positive thing, was it Katie, yeah. So like I will stay connected to that positive 
positive video memory instead of what somebody else is saying. Because the reality is you're not free ice cream, right? Like you are not going to make everyone happy all the time, but geez, I can shake off any kind of negativity because of staying connected to the video of that third grade class or the letter of somebody who had a great experience at Rise or the way that someone in coaching is having a breakthrough. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Uh, is there a discount for the run for first responders? There's a, I wanna say there's a 20% discount for people who are first responders or in the military. Uh, it, I think the details are on the site, so check that out. Uh, let's see. Let's see, can, can, do, 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 can you talk about, uh, will you and Rachel ever do a book together about marriage? We will, we will. Uh, Rachel's health book is the next book that's coming out and then uh, our relationship book will be the book that comes after that, so be excited. Someone said that they're nervous about Rise Toronto. Don't be nervous, oh my goodness. It is going to be the greatest three days I promise you there is nothing for you to be nervous about. It is going to be spectacular. If you are coming alone, you will not leave alone. There are like ways that we really try and pull people who've come by themselves alone. Uh, are there pumping stations? There are pumping stations, yes. Uh, nursing stations exist. Uh, what are you doing to celebrate Noah? We celebrate Noah every single day, but tomorrow we're gonna have ourselves a birthday dinner, and then Saturday we're having ourselves a little party, so I'm excited about that. I love tea time with Noah too. Give me a darn break. When does her book come out? Her book comes out uh, in December. I don't know that we have uh, announced an official date or if I'm even allowed to say the word December, but it comes out in December. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, is there a time limit for the half marathon? Uh, I don't know, but here's what I'll say about that. I can appreciate this question because I have started training for a race asking this question. And I want to encourage you to not ask that question because that question in some ways presupposes that you need to, um, you, you need a limit because of your belief that you might not be able to finish fast enough. We have so much time to train. And, and this is not going to be like a who finishes first kind of challenge, but I, whatever, whatever time limit might be established, you are going to be so strong by the time we get to December that you need not worry about a limit. If you are someone listening who's worried about a time limit, you do not worry about a limit. You're not going to need to worry about a limit because we are as a community going to train ourselves to be so ready for that race. It ain't gonna, it's, it's all good. Uh, how about kids books, question mark? You think Tea Time with Noah would make a good a kids book? I do, I've already seen the initial drawings. It's gonna be fantastic and amazing. Stay tuned for that. Not supposed to talk about that either, but whatever. I am excited about that. Uh, let's see, let's see. Yeah, Tabitha can't wait to see us in Toronto. I can't wait to see Tabitha. Uh, priority planners, there are gonna be more priority planners here coming soon, stay tuned for that. Uh, let's see, let's see. Where? Where are the questions? There are no questions. Uh, I'm, a no, I'm a total couch potato and I feel like this is the goal I need. Yes, this is the goal you need. If you're looking for a sign, my name is Dave, I am your sign. If, uh, if, if for nothing else, here's the thing. <clears throat> The feeling that you will have when, not if, when you accomplish running a half marathon will fundamentally, 
totally and completely change the way that you believe you are capable of literally anything. I'm not talking just about what you can do physically. I'm talking about you will believe that you can literally do anything. And so if you, man, if you end up deciding to do this, it will change your life. How much is the half? The half is $149, which is, you know, like the lowest amount that you can, I think, charge for a run and still have it not lose money. Uh, this isn't going to be a huge moneymaker so much as it's going to be an amazing, amazing community experience, but it's $149 for the uh, half and I think $49 for the 5K. Um, but man, I, wanna, I, I, I do I want to challenge people to do the half marathon because the half marathon is real. <laughs> Melissa, I see you, six foot tall girl here, six foot four guy here. I also got shin splints when I started running. And I will tell you that it took a lot of stretching and I had to push through the shin splints at the beginning until my body adjusted to the fact that I was running regularly. So um, I don't wanna like push anyone into a place where they are getting hurt. But if you find yourself with uh, shin splints, uh, it may be a little bit of a stretching exercise that is required or a little bit of a strength training exercise that's required in addition to doing the running. Uh, can you run with a stroller? I do think you can run with a stroller, but I also am not the authority of things you can do at the run, so you might have to check the FAQ section. I want to say that we um, agreed that, yes, you can run with a stroller. I don't believe there are many hills, but that, no, you could not run with your dog. Uh, how long do you train? How long should you train? So the training, like a true training for a half marathon is somewhere in like the four or so months range for like maybe three months range. But here we are, we got a lot of months. So if you're coming off the couch, what you got to start doing now is just moving your body, you know, like walking, uh, you know, a mile to you can jog a mile and then jogging a mile to you can run a mile and then running a mile until you can run two miles, right? So uh, just just slowly, slowly build up. But we're going to have a whole host of tips. We're going to send so much information about how to train, what to do, when to do it, so that there isn't, um, you know, hopefully any anyone who feels like they are going through this alone. Uh, are we going to be adding any more book tour dates? That is a good question. Uh, I do believe that we will add a couple of dates. Uh, I know that I am coming into Nashville for some Dave Ramsey podcast recording, and I am going to do something in Nashville when I come in and see that crew. So stay tuned if you're in Nashville. I was originally coming to Nashville, and then Nashville canceled on me. So now I'm going to cancel on their cancel and uh, create an event myself. And then uh, I would love to try and do something. I have not yet been able to confirm something in like the Bay Area or something in like up north as you were, if you were. So I'm gonna try and figure that out too. But at this point, I'll be honest, I have a lot of dates. I have a lot of dates that I am doing. So I wanna try and uh, figure out how to survive the dates that I have before I can commit to doing some more things. Uh, Los Angeles, we're gonna try and announce here next week. So uh, hold on for that. Uh, as soon as I have information, I will make sure that it goes up. But I'm excited to see everybody. I'm just starting to work through, like, what should I say? Is this just going to be, like, me uh, randomly talking? Should I do some dancing? Is this, like, spoken word? Do you want some poetry? Uh, 
it's going to be a fun night, hopefully a bit of a thought-provoking night, something that if you bring in your partner, maybe exposes them to uh, something in personal development that uh, isn't as weird as most personal development experiences are, because it'll be me. I got the hard part and tall hair, and uh, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. Uh, Y'all know that we're going to record the thing in Austin that we're doing with Rachel on March 24th. Have you heard about this? We're calling it the Variety Show. If you haven't heard about this, it is happening. So on the 24th day of March, in a tour stop that is unlike any of the stops, Rachel Hollis will be there. Uh, just yell talk? Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to be yell talking the entire time. Uh, we're going to be doing the live show with Rachel where it'll be a morning show where there are no wheels on the bus. It'll be a Rise Together podcast where we're actually going to solicit some uh, questions from audiences around the country. And then we're going to do a uh, book tour conversation, uh, talk about the book, what it was like to, to do the book, all that kind of stuff. And then we're going to show some fun content for some upcoming stuff that we have. It should be a lot of fun. And we'll probably have some things that totally go sideways. But if you are interested in having a fun night out with your friends, roll on into any movie theater, the movie theater that you go to regularly. And for about 20 bucks, you can, on March 24th, see us in theaters and uh, have a good time. And if you buy the through, uh, if you buy the tickets online, participating theaters are also giving an audio version of the book away. So if you already got one, rad, you'll have an extra one that you can send to someone. But uh, buy yourself a ticket to the Variety Show and come hang out with us on Tuesday, March 24th. The day before, we're going to be on Good Morning America. Well, um, which, which is crazy. I mean, Rachel and I are sitting on a couch talking about, uh, yep, the Variety Show, talking about my book, talking about this Hollis company, talking about all the things. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Uh, okay, any other questions? Y'all, I got to put these green running shoes on and go for a run. I, uh, since I did my marathon, haven't got a long run in. I'm going to go run a half marathon here in the beautiful streets of Los Angeles, California, before I start my day, uh, before I go have lunch with Mr. Lewis Howes. So anyway, uh, how do we get the audio from the theater? When you buy your tickets online, they will on March 10th send you a code and uh, it will uh, be delivered to you and then you just go ahead and uh, have it go into your, your Audible folder as it were. Uh, I wanna do the race in Texas. Yeah, you should do the race in Texas, absolutely. You should do the race in Texas. Uh, the tickets go on sale at noon today. How do you uh, not have nerves when you're speaking? I have nerves when I'm speaking, but I try to just stay connected to um, <clears throat> what I'm trying to do, which is hopefully encourage people or make them think different, differently about uh, you know, the way that they maybe are getting in their own way. And uh, if I can stay connected to serving people instead of it potentially being about me and my anxiety or me and my fear, uh, it feels better. Plus, I've just done it a lot. So like anything, if you have anxiety or fear for literally anything in life, it's like immunotherapy, exposure therapy. You just got to go do something for a little bit of time and it'll change the way that you think about it being scary over or overwhelming. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, someone's out on a walk now. Good work, Sylvia, out there moving your body. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, guys, well, have a fantastic day today. Best piece of advice for writing your own book. 
start writing your own book. Just get a word count target that you would like to try and hit on an every single day, every single day. Um, you need to like absolutely make sure that you get that target in. So I would, you know, personally, I had to set aside, I, I started with like a thousand words and then I'd push myself on the days where I was really getting after it to get to 1500 words. But you want to try and hit 60,000 words to be able to turn in a full first draft. So if you were to write a thousand words a day for two months, you would have a full book, but you just have to start writing. And my best advice is write every day. Don't take a day off of writing, write every single day. And don't read what you've written. Just write, then write, then write. And then when you are done, read it at the end. Don't give it to anybody else to read. Do not ask somebody else to affirm that you are a good writer. It will not be good at the beginning. That's okay. My book was not good at the beginning. My book is very good now. It took a long time for it to become good. Your book will take a lot of time to become good too. And that's okay. All right, y'all, have a fantastic Thursday. Thursday, uh, Rachel and I will see you tomorrow here from this hotel room. I hope you have a great day. Noon, if you're interested in the run, um, check out thehollisco.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central, on Facebook and Instagram, on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.